What's up, everybody? This is your favorite financial advisor and host, Patrick McNally. Hey, if you want to learn how to successfully navigate the crazy maze called retirement planning, you've come to the right show. Each week, I'll walk through quick tips and strategies to help you with investments, Social Security, taxes, Medicare, estate planning, and more. My goal is to help bring you clarity and peace of mind so you can enjoy a stress-free retirement. Welcome to the Retirement Lifestyle Show. Today I want to talk about your retirement plan at work. And a question that I often get asked is, what do I do with the money that I've accumulated in my company's retirement plan? And that could be a 401k, a 403b, uh a thrift savings plan if you're a federal employee. Many baby boomers have accumulated sizable retirement account balances in these types of plans. And the decision of what to do with these funds once they're available is a major one. And honestly, it's rarely given the time and consideration it deserves because a lot of people just don't really know. They're like, hey, my last day is coming up here and what's going to actually happen to the money inside of my account? Because a lot of boomers are unaware of all the various options that you actually have at your disposal. Now, depending on the number of factors, you might have one or more of the following six options that I want to walk through with you. Uh, when you're deciding what to do with the money inside your current employer-sponsored plan and it's time to retire and you need to move that money because I always tell people, if you are no longer at your current job, then your life savings shouldn't be there as well. So you got to do something with that money. The first thing you can actually do is, number one, you can leave your assets where they are. Now, depending on the plan, um, some don't let you do that. And if uh, the uh, the balance that you have in the account is less than a certain amount, they'll actually just cut you a check after a certain time period. However, a lot of plans, they'll just let you leave the money there. And oftentimes, people actually forget that they have a 401k. Uh, we see this a lot when people are kind of jumping jobs throughout their career. Oftentimes, they'll they'll start a 401k plan, they put some money into it, and then they move on to a different job, forget that they had that 401k at a previous employer, and it's just kind of sat there doing whatever. Hopefully, it grows, uh, but we don't know. So oftentimes, people will come in and see us and go, man, I, I turns out I got three other 401ks I didn't even know about, and so you want to combine those. But that's probably the worst thing I would say to do is to leave it at your current employer. You, you're no longer putting money into it. You're no longer getting a match. You're no longer working there. And you don't exactly know how it's going to be invested. So you need to move that money. So I wouldn't do that. However, it is a choice. Number two, you roll over the assets to another employer-sponsored retirement plan. And that's kind of like the example I just gave. If you're still working and you're moving to a different job and the new job you have has their own 401k, well, you can take your old one and you can combine it. Um, typically not a problem. Just check with human resources. If you like the investments that your new plan has to offer, that might be a reason to do that. 
One of the best things you can do is number three, you can roll over that 401k to your own IRA, and that would be outside of your retirement plan. Let's say that you went to, you know, whatever, Charles Schwab, and you opened up your own IRA. There is, that's a bucket now that you have on your own that you can roll over your 401k to your own IRA. And at that point, you've got choices. You can, uh, unlimited choices of what you can invest in. But you also got to remember that now you are in control once you do that, which is a good thing. You want to be in control. Um, But that's one thing you can do is roll it over into your own IRA. Now, I will say this. If you've got a traditional 401k at work, you want to roll that into a traditional IRA. If you have a Roth 401k at work, you want to roll that into a Roth IRA. If you roll your traditional 401k into your Roth IRA, well, get ready for a big old tax bite. So you want to do it properly. This is where I would always say talk to an advisor to help you with that um, to make sure that you don't pay any unnecessary taxes any more than you have to, Okay. So the next one, number four, is you could take a lump sum distribution of the plan balance. Uh, Typically, uh, depending on the size of the account, this is the worst possible option you can do because you're going to owe all the taxes on it all at once, all in one single year. So let's say you have a half a million dollars sitting in a 401k and you're getting ready to retire and you get the bright idea to use that money to go pay off your house. Number one, as your advisor, I would tell you not to do that, but some people choose to do it. And oftentimes they forget to calculate the taxes on that half a million dollars because you gotta remember that your retirement plan is not only yours. You have a silent partner, his name is Uncle Sam, and he owns anywhere from 15 to 30% of that account and he wants his taxes. So. If you retire and you say, I still got a half a million dollar balance on my, my mortgage, I'm going to take that half a million dollars and pay it off. Well, guess what? You're going to get a tax bill that says, send me a whole bunch of money and you don't have the money to pay it because you just paid off your house. You kind of see where I'm going here. So don't do that. Now, if your plan balance is is lower and you know maybe you talk to your tax person and they're like, look, you could, you could cash this thing in and it's not going to do anything from a tax you know, burden or it's going to be a low tax burden, well, maybe you could do that. However, I will say it's usually the worst thing that you can do, okay? Next is convert your plan assets to a Roth IRA. Kind of alluded to this being careful. Sometimes people do this accidentally, and um, and that, that'll get your attention real quick. But sometimes people want to do it on purpose. Maybe they say, you know what? I want to open up a Roth IRA. I've got this 401k. We've run some numbers. We want to put it into a Roth IRA. And you want to make sure that you do, you pay the taxes with other money outside of the plan so that the full amount can roll over into the Roth. But just remember, you will owe taxes whenever you do that. Now, there's a way you could do it. You could do a partial um, rollover from your 401k to a Roth. So you don't do it all at once, but that's getting into the weeds a little bit. The last one here, number six, is you can make an in-plan Roth conversion of your plan assets. So let's say that you are working, you got a 401k, they re- they introduce a Roth 401k. Well, you can actually do an in-plan uh, conversion of those assets. Again, you got to calculate the taxes because whenever you do any type of a conversion from a traditional account to a Roth account, there will be taxes. So you want to be really careful with that. Okay, guys, so that is how you could move plan assets that you currently have 
If you got questions about that, um, I would highly recommend scheduling a phone call with me. I want you to visit patrickmcnally.com. In the bottom right-hand corner, there should be a little blue button that says schedule a call. The call is free. It's 30 minutes. We can strategize about what's going on in your life, when you might want to do a, a rollover to an IRA or maybe a conversion. All those different things will come up, but it's a chance for you and I to connect, and you can ask me any question that you want. Okay, guys, now it's time for the question of the week, and this question is... Can an individual contribute to an IRA or Roth IRA on behalf of their spouse who does not work or who makes less than the contribution limits? It's a great question. The answer is yes. Individuals can contribute on behalf of a non-working spouse provided that they file a joint tax return. The contribution rules are the same for the non-working spouse as they are for the working spouse except that the non-working spouse can qualify for an IRA and Roth contribution based on the wages or qualifying earned income of the working spouse. So good questions there. I want to make sure I hit on those each and every week. Guys, that is it for the show. Um, again, if you got questions, I'd love to hear from you. I want you to visit patrickmcnally.com. Got all kinds of free information, checklists, new stuff for 2024, downloads, tax brackets, all kinds of nerdy financial stuff, all designed to help you live the retirement lifestyles of your dreams. Peace of mind in retirement. That is what I am after for you. So again, check out the website, and I'll be back at it again next week. Thanks for listening. If you like this week's episode, make sure to leave me a review, a like, or a thumbs up. That way, it can help get more information out to other people just like you who are looking for clarity and peace of mind in retirement. For more information and resources, or to schedule a call with me personally, visit patrickmcnally.com. Also, remember, the information I share on this show is for general purposes only. It's not intended as personal financial advice. As the owner of Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary, I want to always remind you, visit your financial or tax professional, attorney, or trusted advisor before you ever implement anything you heard on this show. Thanks for listening, and I wish you the best in retirement.